0: You know Ashley where you're sat the light is like gleaming off the top of your head I know that's why I do it you you kind of look like Vito
1: I'm not wearing a dress though I wish you were yeah. wrestling <laughs>
2: Absolute
1: Three men, three men, I did it, I did it for the people, for the people.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Three Man One Four. four. Three Man One Four. We're doing it all. What? No, we're not. We've done it all out. <laughs> what, what <are> <laughs> um, Definitely intro. Welcome back to Three Man One Four. Today, one we're going to go through. Cheap bloody mind? Today, we're going to go through the Full Gear AEW Full Gear 2020 review. What a bloody show that was, eh? Yeah, it was alright. It was
1: something. No, this was a cracker of a show.
2: So, Favourite one of the year. Who watched the pre-show? I didn't watch the pre-show. Are
1: you, are you joking? It's a pre-show. I never watch pre-shows.
2: No, I just I tend not to because it's usually just one match in it and then...
1: My AEWs have been alright. I, I
0: will admit I've been slacking a bit recently with the pre-show. I just can't find the time. But It was the NWA Women's
1: Championship. They care about that more than they do their own title, don't they?
2: Well, what, and that was on the pre-show? <sighs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so it was Serena Deeb defending against Alison Kay, and she won by submission. But um uh, yeah, I mean to be honest, I kinda wish I had seen it. It's my own fault, but it's just I I just couldn't find time to watch that as well. This was a long show. Like full gear was a but nearly um four hours long.
1: Uh only one match was less than ten minutes, I think, for this show.
0: Yeah, and I think that was the Orange Cassidy John Silver match.
1: Yeah, it
0: was. First and foremost, before we go through the matches and break it down bit by bit, break,
1: break it down, break it down.
0: Uh, so full gear. Then again, it's from Daily's place. Still having to go through. Uh, well, still having to do the shows from Daily's place in Florida, obviously due to COVID and everything else. Capacity is about a thousand. I think. Tell it's, you what, it sounded more. It sounded and it looked more like than yeah, yeah. some of the ones of some dynamite, didn't it? it? It looked like there was quite a lot of people there.
2: Yeah, it did. It did sound like it
0: was more. I I feel like the show, in comparison to All Out, I don't know. This just felt more of a pay per view. I, I I think a bit of that was to do with like they obviously brought the big gears and cogs back out for the stage on the entrance. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It just looked good, didn't it? Like I just miss. I just miss when, pay, like WWE, when they used to have different stages for each for each pay per view. Well, that was when WWE used to be good. But do you know what I mean? Like it just made each one different, and it was like special, wasn't it? And I just miss those days. So it's it's quite nice, especially to
2: see with it. like um like false count anywhere matches or anything like that. Yeah. So I remember I remember the old backlash. I don't know which one it was. Early two thousands could have been two thousand actually. Yeah, uh, Hardy Boys, where he'd done like a Swanton off of the little like razor swinging thing. Yeah, yeah. I was there
1: for a couple of years.
0: See, that's what I mean. Backlash isn't backlash without them.
1: No, I was gonna say the only time they seem to do like special things was NXT when they did Halloween Havoc. Yeah, uh, in your house. That's the only time they seem to do like a special stage. It's good. I mean,
0: I like I like the stage here. I thought full gear is same as last year, and that same sort of you know had the cogs out and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that looked really good. I mean, right, getting into the show itself then. First match, opening match of the night, is the tournament finals between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. So, Kenny walks away with a win here. Kenny's going to now face the winner of the AEW World Championship match, which takes place, obviously, later in the night. Uh, that match has now, we've come to learn, that's going to take place on, I think, December 2nd, you say, Ash?
1: That's what came up of earlier, yeah.
2: So, oh, is look- it? I-, I was under the assumption that they was going to have that match on um, Revolution. But
1: yeah,
0: Revolution. I well, thought maybe either Revolution or like last Dynamite of the year or something. But yeah,
1: well, Revolution's in February, so that's a long time. I know they can, I know they can do it, but it's a long time to build up.
2: Yeah, I guess. Well, all I've got to say then is the cleaner ain't got much time to uh, make an appearance then.
0: <laughs> well, so this match. Let's uh, let let's talk about this match because Omega does pick up the win here. First of all, this little, this new thing that he's got with his entrance, which is very self-indulgent. I love it. It's very, it's so heelish, but he's
2: just not a heel yet. I love it. I just love it. And you just, you just get that nod with the women with broomsticks. You you, you just know that the clean is coming. But when? But when
0: is it coming? Because I'm, well, I'm kind it, of, I'm getting itchy now. Like I feel like it should have happened already, and they just keep poking uh, and poking and poking, and it just isn't happening yet.
2: They'll when, wait, you know, I reckon they'll, they'll wait until like the week before the Moxley match or something. I reckon, or the night, or or on the night.
0: When does he Probably become a night. the cleaner?
2: Well, the night he wins be, the title. Yeah, it'll either be a week before or on the night when he faces Moxley and uh, takes the title. I just knew. I I knew. I just knew going into that match that Omega was going to win it because I, I know I've been calling it for months that he's going to be he's going to be the one to beat Moxley the cleaner
0: I'm going to put he a clean up I'm going to put a mad theory out there and um, I'm going to say because I've been calling it I said it all out I was like yep cleaner's coming didn't happen full gear cleaner's coming didn't happen I'm going to say now Omega goes full cleaner after Moxley retains the championship Everybody yeah, thinks, but... so everybody now is saying Omega takes it, and it is obvious. And don't, don't get me wrong, it's not like I don't want to see Omega take it off of Mox, but what, what if Mox beats him and that's what sends him into cleaner mode?
1: And oh, well, then have a rematch at Revolution.
0: Then do the rematch at Revolution.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could, yeah, that sounds good. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind if that happened, to be honest. Well, there but you the go. Thing is, though, the thing is, though, he's already had one match with Moxley, hasn't he? So, would they would they do a third? Well, I think
0: that match with Moxley though, like if we're going to go storyline-wise and we're going to go kayfabe, technically that Never was an happened. unsanctioned match. And it wasn't really a wrestling match either, let's be honest. It was fucking amazing, but it wasn't yeah. a wrestling match and it was unsanctioned in, you know, the kayfabe world. So, you know, technically technically
2: this would be their first one-on-one. As you've said, it makes sense for them um, from a pay-per-view standpoint I suppose to do it at Revolution like at least a, a rematch at least if you know if your prediction is right it makes sense from a you know a, a card standpoint to do it that way but I don't know because the thing is what you've said though does make a lot of sense because if he wins before the pay-per-view who's he going to fight at the pay-per-view I mean like I know they've got like two three months or whatever to build something up but I guess it'd just make more sense if it was a pay-per-view.
1: Do you think Do you think doing it on Dynamite might mean there's going to be m- more crowd coming in? There might be restrictions lifted. Well, well, I think
2: it's completely different over there, isn't it? I know they've had a yeah. lot of, um, well, I know COVID's still a thing, but I don't think it's as bad over there now as it is here. So I, I don't know, you know, what it yeah. is over there now.
0: The actual match itself, guys, I mean, I don't know really what to, like, kind of say for this this was was good uh, what i mean (laughs) what an opener i was surprised it was an opener if you love professional wrestling and you didn't enjoy this match then you know everyone's got their own opinions but you've i mean come on you've got to be honest this was an absolute barn burner this was so so good
1: yeah can we mention uh who was commentary? and
2: yeah this is an interesting thing as well
0: absolutely yeah on guest commentary, obviously it was the the commentary lineup for the night is JR, Shivani and Excalibur. But for the opening belt, we had Don Callis from Impact
2: Wrestling, the executive vice president, no less. As well,
0: he wasn't quite getting um, turned on by Devary, no, in this match as he was at Bound for Glory. But he he did like to let us know that uh, he's very good friends with Kelly Omega. Um,
2: I really liked, I, it was good to hear his voice and I found it quite refreshing. And this, this could mean some potential TNA, AEW crossovers, maybe. Th- that is what's best for business.
1: I get Best for business. I get why, because of the um, New Japan connection. But yeah, Impact and uh, AEW, if the New Japan stuff ain't going to happen, might as well go with someone else.
0: This match with Kenny and Hangman, I feel was really, you could have put this in a New Japan mm-hmm. as well. It had that same vibe to it, that same feel, and it ran for a good amount of time as well. Yeah, super back and forth, and it told an excellent story. It just it captivate, captivated me from the opening bell.
2: Yeah, absolutely, all the
0: way to the very yeah. end. I will tell you what, uh, there was one thing that it was it was that obviously because they do a very good job um, with the um, they've done a really good job at protecting the one winged angel, and you know you believe that as soon as that move hits, game over. They will not kick out.
2: I don't think anyone has kicked out of it in AEW
0: yet.
1: Um, I was going to say Jericho? Or was that New Japan? He might have.
2: Jericho I, might have kicked out when they had that title match. But again, uh, I could be wrong.
0: No. I don't, think, no, 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 I don't no. think Moxley did. But this one, it looked like he wasn't going to hit it here. And and they, it was just so good. Because, you know, he was like getting his arm up. Yeah. And he was trying to grab Hangman's head. And Hangman's like trying to avoid it. And he kind of like hit it without even fully grabbing onto the head. But he got enough of it. Mm. And it was just, uh, that just makes sense. Like from a from a movie standpoint,
2: that just made sense. Mm, it was great. I mean, honestly, it's, uh, going into it, I knew it was going to be a good match, but it, it, it was even better than I thought it was going to be. The right
0: person did win. As predictable as, as it is for that outcome with him and Hangman, the right person did win. Although, what are they going to do with Hangman? Because he's still now sort of looking like maybe he's going to be the heel. Well, well, and he's not the heel because Kenny's got to be the one to go heel, and I
2: just don't well, this I don't is, know what direction they're going to go with this. Well this is the thing. I think Hashley's probably going to say exactly the same thing that I'm going to say now. Um probably not. FTR. I think he's going to join it with FTR.
1: Well, we'll get to the tag match later on because that because something happened with Hangman there, but Yeah, we'll we'll get to yeah, that yeah. Right. Yes. yeah.
2: We'll get to that. But yeah, for this match
0: itself, look just please go and watch it. There's no point listening to to reviews on what happened here, there, and at this point, oh, in the yeah. match and that point. In you the match. have to just watch go and watch it, yeah. the match.
2: Yeah, just watch the match because it's it's out of this world. Would you say, apart from the unsanctioned, it's the best match Omega's had in AW so far?
1: Yeah. Uh, what? Well, singles match. Sing
2: singles match. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Top three because he had that really good. He had
0: the, good, that Iron Man with Pack. That was a good. few months back. Was yeah, that and was it, stellar.
2: he also did have that really good one with Pentagon as well. Yes. Mind you, he had, a, he had a couple of belters with Janela as well. Yeah. Hmm. All this matches is just gold. I mean, you could put him against the paper bag and I'd still watch it. <laughs>
0: what, what are you guys going to give it? I, I'm easily, it's a platinum from me. So what, what about you guys? For me, it's a 4.75. Uh,
1: I'll go for 4.5. There's only two disappointments. One was, I am swear JR said at the entrance, they're stripper girls.
2: Yeah, he did. I'm sure he
1: said that. Hang on.
0: Ash, come on, mate. You well, can't drop points off of the match because of something JR. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right, before be they've that got in the ring. <laughs> I'm to be, sorry, to be mate, fair, if I did come that, on. if I did
1: that, then every match would go down in my estimation. No, no. Um, <laughs> well,
0: let's look, come look, you can't drop. Po- it's your score. Yeah, yeah. But come on,
1: mate, that is super unfair. You, you can't do that. All right, Meltzer, well, so calm down. <laughs> uh, one thing I, well, I wanted more false finishes. It felt like it just finished.
2: Typical Ashley, always wanted mm. more.
1: I yes. I just think that's an interesting thing for you to say,
0: Ash, because it wasn't so long ago we were saying about how you there's a, you've obviously got a sweet spot because it wasn't so long ago you were talking about how too many false finishes in a match can be a bit silly, it and now you're saying it de- there wasn't enough. Yeah, for but this
1: depends part. how ma- it, it depends how you do it. If it's kicking out of fifteen million uh, tag team moves and it's stupid, when it's just at least trying like the buckshot once in a while. Did, they did. I did try the buckshot, and he missed it yeah, like but two he, times. He, yeah, but if he hit it, and then Omega. Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- but, that's yeah. How, but that's how. But
2: that's but but that's
0: how you protect the finishing move, right? Yeah, maybe if that as
2: well.
0: If, if you exactly. did, if you did the buckshot, Laria, and he kicks out of it, and he kicks out of it once, maybe twice, you're diminishing that move. If he hits the one winged angel and he kicks out of it, it's diminishing the move. I get like in the match, it's going to be super like, oh my god, he's actually kicked out. But you're diminishing the finisher move Like that was what was really good about it because if either one of them hit their finisher that was going to be it and you just knew yeah. so the whole point of the match was avoid each other's finish because they built the finish up so strongly. Remember what we said about a while back about the crossroads which yeah. we're going to come to actually I, oh, yes. I, in a yeah, bit. I want to talk about we're that. going to come to in to a bit. <laughs> I thought we would <laughs> so that's pretty high ranking then for everybody for that one and obviously understandably so Right, next up, we go into uh, what I think was really just more of a reward for how good and amazing John Silver's been on BTE. Uh, So the match was Orange Cassidy versus John Silver from the Dark Order. Orange Cassidy defeats him. Again, what Ash said there—it was only just under ten minutes actually. I think it came in around about nine forty, 940, nine forty-five. This was a good little match, and, and Cassidy needed the win here. I think after yeah. a couple of title losses. I
2: think, I think, again, I think the right person won. But the way I saw it was, um, it just reminded me of Power Rangers standoff, really, because you got Orange versus Silver. To me, it just—it just, <laughs> just felt like a Power Rangers match, really. <laughs>
0: oh well, a Power Ranger showed up later in the night, didn't she? <laughs> Oh wow, well, we will definitely get to
2: that, <laughs> all
1: right. I <laughs> I'll tell you what, John Silver needs to be on TV more because he's really impressive. Yeah, he is John Silver, and do you know
2: what, right? The thing that surprised <laughs> me the most is how fucking big his arms are, as well. That's like the thing, isn't it? Because he's, he's a, like he's a huge he, bloke, really. It's won- great because
0: his his arms are as big as he is. Yeah. Honestly, like he's he's so good i i honestly i can't i literally can't rate john silver enough if you guys aren't watching uh, because i know you're sort of watching bits here and there of bte but uh, honestly i just even if you only ever watch the dark order stuff just for john silver you've got to he's the man is gold he's a national treasure
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's a
1: national treasure i wish he was a foot taller though it... Why?
0: What's it... <laughs> what, what is because, him being a because, foot taller going to do for you?
1: Because the way he's built would be so much better as a big man. Ah, doesn't matter. You, did you see that massive? Like, what was it?
0: What is that? Like it was like the air raid. Like Cassidy did, did about like a like a five twenty before yeah. he hit yeah, the ground yeah. when he swung him off the shoulders. Similar to what Wardlow does, isn't it? It, it? Well, actually, yeah, it was basically the same move. I think
1: the fact that he lifted him with one arm as well. Yeah, it was great.
0: And he's a strong off, guy. And
1: ripping off the pockets, which was pretty in- innovative.
0: Yeah, I really was enjoyed funny. that, yeah. Jay's hit the nail on the head there. It was an enjoyable match. You know, there wasn't very high stakes for it. It was second match of the night, but it was an enjoyable match. Like, I yeah. really don't know what more to say about it. It was it was fun. It was good
2: fun. Well, I just want to, like, bring to the attention how good Orange Cassidy's got. Like, I know he's had a push in that, but he's, like, he's genuinely more impressive in the ring now than he was... When he first came in, I know he didn't have a match for ages, but when he first came in, I just thought, oh, he's another Joker, you know, just there for the fucking comedy and all that. But then once he actually got going, he's actually he's actually really good in the ring as well.
0: Does anyone else kind of feel, though, that this was... Um, did anyone else feel that it was a bit of a strange step to take after having the the series with Jericho? I did. Then challenging for the TNT title, and then all of a sudden it was this? Yeah.
2: But again, like, I've taken a, a, a phrase out of Ashley's book now.
1: What they're gonna do with him? What where, where's he gonna go? Where's he gonna fit? <laughs> yeah. The, because it was because he went from Jericho to Cody to John Silver, if you were to just watch wow well, and Brody. Yeah, if you were just to watch pay per views you'd think, well that's a step down in it, but you've got to show him more variety of opponents, haven't you? Like, oh yeah. If, yeah. If it's, worked pa- it's worked with pac worked with pack as well. It, it served I
0: just think it served two purposes, like I say. I mean Cassidy got the win which he needed, but I think really it was it was more for Silver anyway, just to give him, give him some more like you're saying there because he needs it, just give
1: him more on screen time. Did you know he's wrestled a WWE pay per view? i well, I got a feeling you're going to tell us which one. Yeah, why not? It, he lost a two on one handicap match against Ryback at No Way Out 2012.
2: Ryback's
0: lucky that was a work, because if that was real life, if that was a shoot. John Silver would beat shit out of him, well. he's going to be leader of the Dark Order. Do you know what? He's going to kick Brody Lee out. And John Silver is going to take what's rightfully his. That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler.
1: All right, Paul Heyman.
2: Well, that's definitely well, not going to happen. But let's get to the rating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One other thing about Silver I found out was he auditioned to be on Tough Enough. There's a video of WWE with John Silver from like, from like seven years that ago. Is, seven years. Ago. If you go, John Silver, it's about a two-three minute video. If have been trying to get on one of the old tough enoughs. What
0: season would that be then? Would that have been the one with Ryback? And...
1: No, I think that would have been the one with um, Velveteen Dream. Ah. But I don't think, don't think John Silver made it.
0: Well, he should, well, that's their loss, isn't it?
2: What are you uh, guys giving it? Three and a half. Yeah, I was going to give it a 3.5 as well. It was a nice little match.
0: It's about the same sort of thing for me, so I have to make, do that made-up
2: trophy well, again. Well, going to be half, half gold, half silver? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's got to be. Actually, because, well, to be fair... It's not all silver. There was a bit of orange in there as well, and if you mix orange and if you mix orange and silver together,
2: oh,
1: actually, go you go do
0: out. get a bit of gilver, <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, yeah, this was it was really fun, really really fun match.
1: A nice, I was gonna say it's a nice uh, balance from a really strong opener. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's but that's the that's the whole reason that like, you place matches like that. It was a good sort of like little breather, but it didn't bore you. It was it was still fun to watch. So what we got next then? Right. Next match of the night then, boys. TNT Championship. Cody Rhodes, the champion, walks in to defend against the challenger, Darby Allen. After this match, we got a new TNT champion.
2: And um, that's why it surprised me, because I genuinely wasn't expecting it. So what's your thoughts? It was good. I enjoyed the match. Obviously, there's a couple of spots we've got to talk about. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, it was a good match, and I was surprised by the the result. A good surprise though, because let's face it. I mean, if Cody had retained again, then you know he'd, he'd going down the Jeff Jarrett route. But I was worried because it was. I'm no,
0: uh, look, I, I'm not, I'm not a Cody hater by any stretch, but when he took the title off of Brody, I was a bit pissed off.
2: I was annoyed. But now, now now we know the result of this though. It made sense because you wouldn't have had that same sort of match with him winning it if it had been Brody. So I can see like why he took it now, but like before this pay-per-view happened, it did seem a bit silly.
0: It was a bit yeah, because the thing is this is why sometimes I think they've got to be careful because their their long-term story planning is genuinely very good from what we've seen so far because this story began at Fighterfest last year, when Darby Allen first debuted. Went the distance with Cody. Obviously, they went to a draw, and they've been having this like you know Darby almost but doesn't quite get him story going for quite yeah. a while. And then this time he
2: actually got his man, albeit by a roller. Yeah, I'm not a fan
1: of the finish. Not because
2: it was... It was, a, it was a surprise finish, though, weren't it? You know, it was, it was like for the shock factor.
1: If they didn't do four or five roll-ups before that, I would have been, yeah, that's a good finish. But, yeah, you do four roll-ups in a row.
2: Never fucking satisfied, well, I, I, is he?
1: I think, I. well, I, I do see what you
0: mean to a degree. I think I, it was innovative, though. Like, it was an innovative finish. The only thing I would say is that if they have another match against each other which really they should but if they have another one then i think in that one uh, darby allen needs to beat him clean and i mean with his finish with the coffin drop the trouble is with the roll up it is sometimes a fluky finish yeah what i wouldn't want them to to look like is that well darby allen's only beaten cody by fluke so they can't, I, I they really should have another match now really but we'll get to it in a bit. But obviously, the, the aftermath of the, the match kind of suggested maybe they're going to go in a different route with it. There is one spot in particular I'm sure we all want to talk about here.
1: Is it the crossroads of the top? The avalanche crossroads.
0: The avalanche
2: crossroads. Ash can go first, if you want. I'm sure he's got stuff to say. No, I'm done.
1: <laughs> oh. no, it's okay. It's just the fact that he, he rolled. If he was rolling, why didn't he roll out the ring? You made, made that many rolls? He just landed at the ring ropes. Fine, do what you want. It's your company. You can do what you want, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's, that's, a, that's a, Do you yeah. know what the best
0: thing that's, about that is? I can guarantee that's, that's exactly how Ash reacted when he watched it. When he watched it, like for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, I yeah, mean, What did you think? I,
2: I, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It was good. I liked it. I ain't really got anything to criticise about it. It was a nice little spot for me.
0: It was a, it was a big, big spot. And I, it, it looked really good from that initial camera angle from sort of like just above turnbuckle level. Like the spot itself was good. The rolling looked funny because they kept like, they kept replaying it and it was just like keep rolling, rolling, rolling,
1: rolling. Yeah. Oh, you know there's going to be botch me endings about this. There absolutely oh, should yeah, be.
0: Yeah. I'm going to like, I, I, you know I say like, because I'm, I'm never going to like try and criticise botches or anything like that. This wasn't a botch. This was just more and it isn't just with this match but it's it reminded me of something that like sometimes you can't look past. So obviously he's rolled because he's near the ropes and then Cody goes for the pin and of course Darby Allen's too close to the rope so you know he's out of bounds so they break the pin up, right? Yeah. Yeah. What I don't understand with these with those kind of spots and that that this kind of area of that match. You've just hit such a devastating move and it was your finisher no less from the top mm-hmm. rope.
2: Mm-hmm. Why don't you just
0: pull him out from under the ring uh, from under the ropes and just pin him again? Yeah. it's just it's that I mean it's just little stuff like that and I know it's that is very nitpicky. I know it is. But Oh, he's just picking now It is it is, <laughs> it is it is don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, I'm fully aware of it, but it's just for me logically if it was real life and you've just thrown somebody off of, you know what I mean, like if you knocked somebody out, I don't know I, this the spot itself was good, but I, I just feel like Cody's got to be careful with that crossroads because it is—it is a bit all over the place. Like for a few consecutive weeks, it'll end up beating people first time he hits it, and then for a while he'll hit it over and over again, and he won't get a win out of it.
2: Well, there's something that still piss me off, and it's never going to go away. It's the fact that he dyed his hair for one fucking match and then dyed it back again. <laughs> yeah. Why go to the trouble? When he, he came out looking like it. My
0: Chemical <laughs> <laughs> Romance, you know? He looked like a fucking Ken doll. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, not, why does not Ken, Ken have blonde hair? Well, yeah, I know, but um
1: yeah, I think he does, doesn't
2: he? He looked like an oh, emo like action an, man. He looked like an action. He like an action there man. it is, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know the action why? man dolls when you could get like on the top of the hair was an actual material, and it was, yeah. <laughs> it was like a little bit of carpet. I thought,
2: the I thing thought... is, though, like why go to the fucking trouble?
1: Well, I thought dark is dark hair suited so the tattoo more than blonde hair, but. I don't know if that makes any difference.
2: Like, when I saw it, I thought, oh, all right, then, he's come back from injury. He's, you know, he's got a new look. Fair play. But then the next week, he's fucking blonde again. what fucking point? I can't really make my mind up
0: now whether or not I I think he, he suits the blonde hair better than the black. I, sh- I can't really make my mind up.
2: I prefer the blonde now, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's it's become more... Like, my eyes are more used to seeing that
2: now. Yeah, it's sort of synonymous to him now because he's had it like even when he was in like Japan and yeah. like, Ring of Honor, so it's just it's just synonymous to Cody now, really, isn't it? You you wouldn't really expect him to have anything different.
1: Blonde hair looks better when you bleed, anyway. That well, is true. Yeah, so...
2: no, you've only got to look at Flair for that. Haven't you?
1: Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted... And Hogan. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention was why did everyone in the Nightmare family come out just for the intro and then all, all but Arnaz um, and fucked off?
2: Well, I don't know. Show of power, maybe. You know. It's that show of power. But
0: th- again, isn't that a really heel move? Yeah. I- if this is the plan, then it's genius. And I think we said this before, but if this is the plan, it's genius. If it's not, though, Cody is coming across really patronizing and really he condescending. <laughs> even, th- even at the end when Darby wins here and he kind of like, Cody still has to take the spotlight. He's the one that has to show, look at me, I'm a man and I'm going to get on my knee and I'm going to present this championship to you. Like, I'm Cody and I'm giving you this championship.
2: Yeah, he's always been like that, though, I thought. He's always been a bit of a look at me, even though, you know, it's all about me. I'm in, I'm in the spotlight... He's a heel, though. Like I just, I, I, I don't understand. He comes out with a, like and that entourage is getting bigger and bigger. I know. I literally like, next week we be going out with the old roster. Literally,
0: that entire nightmare family. Who were the?
2: Who else was in it? So it's, it's. it's he ca- so he well, comes it, out. It was, it was Ali, but obviously well, she, something's fucking going on with her. Like, well, she's she, gone back with she, Blade. she wants to make it, she wants to make her mind up whether she's going to be the fucking bunny or 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 not the bunny. <laughs> now, obviously, oh, you maxed out my credit cards. <laughs> You bought all this gear. You spent <laughs> our money, which I think is just fucking like that's literally one of the most pathetic fucking things I've ever it seen. It wasn't good, <laughs> but like, why even why even do it in the first place? Then why not just stick with your husband? Wow,
0: well, <laughs> well, that's what you should do, really. But yeah, so who who is in it? So you got Arn Anderson. Cutie Marshall, yeah. Dustin Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, obviously. Brandy
2: Rhodes, obviously. Billy Gunn,
0: and Austin Gunn. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he was the was Gun a Club. Guy, yeah, the yeah. Gun Club. That's who it was. The Gun Club. They were at the start, yeah. That it's just getting bigger and bigger, and a, and an entourage like that surely is is a heel. A, a heel has that entourage.
1: Well, I yeah. felt I felt Arn Anderson was more heelish than Cody during the match, but at some point. but then he told him off for doing the pu- the push ups. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a heel thing to do. Yeah, you know their long term
0: story planning is good. So far, from what we've seen, but where they're suffering is because they keep spreading it out over so many different forms. Because they're telling you one, yeah, you know, they're telling you some stories or part of a story on Dynamite, then they're telling you some others on Dark that are also a part of what you see on Dynamite, then you see more developments through BTE, and I think that's where it's getting lost in translation. like. There are some people out there that are only going to watch Dynamite. They won't watch Dark, and they won't watch BTE. So you've got to make sure that you're putting it as much as possible on there. Because Sean Spears is still doing quite a bit of stuff. You know, he's still with Tully, but you wouldn't think it watching Dynamite. No, no, because he was on Dark. Exactly that. So you know, long term, their long term's good, but it's what I I don't really want to say it, but it is kind of the way at the minute. I feel like the the way that is at the moment. It's almost AEW is almost going to punish you for being a hard for not being a hardcore wrestling fan or at least a hardcore AEW fan because if you're not going to watch all of their different products, and I love AEW, don't get me wrong, but like you know I've got to try, you've got to try and look at these things from with as clear a vision as you can. You can't always be just you know I love everything and that's the end of it. Like for my opinion, I just feel like they need to do a better job at making sure that for the casual fans that will only watch maybe just Dynamite. They can still love AEW and love the product, but they might not just have the time to watch all the other stuff out there. So you need to make sure that, you know, for watching the product, you're being rewarded with these storylines, not just something happens out of the blue. And it's like, oh yeah, this happened on Dark, though. Or, oh yeah, no, this happened on BTE. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. What are we give in this match, then? It was good. It was a very good match.
1: Yeah, I'd, um, I'd give it a 3.25. I'm going to give it a flat 3.
2: And that's, no, there's no disrespect. It was a decent match, but for me, it was, I think, it wasn't as memorable as, as some of the others on the card. So for me, that's why it's has to get a flat three.
0: Three, yeah, three and a half. So again, I guess like a Gil, Ash, yeah, Gilver. 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 I can't believe that's the that's cool thing I do now. Gilver. Gilver. Is Gilver. A ha- hashtag Gilver. Gilver. Hashtag Gilver. Yes, get a Gilver chant over, Ash. That's what we need. Yeah. I told you this was going to get over.
1: Well, only, only to us. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Comment if I... you think it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is now.
0: All right. Well, just before we move into the next match,
2: should we just talk about the beatdown?
0: Yeah, the beatdown. What did you guys think of that?
2: I don't know. It just seemed a bit. You know, It didn't really do anything for me, to be honest. If it's, it's but been... like, it just, it just seems to have been. It seems just seems to be the same thing. Like it's, it's not like it's not been done before. I know that you've got a build for something, I understand that, but it just seemed to be. Like, exactly the same thing as it always is. Like, he gets jumped from behind by Ricky Starks and um, Brian Cage, and then someone comes to rescue him, and then they run out. And it just seems to be recycled. It's like the same thing is going on every single time they deck him.
1: Yeah, I swear I've seen this uh, happen a few times on Dynamite. It has happened a
0: lot now, yeah. It has. So, I don't want to sound negative about it, because I feel like I've been quite negative, like, Talking around the topics about this match, and I don't mean to be—it was more Cody, really, than anything else. But I do agree with that. But there was one thing that was a little different here, and they did show a little bit of uh, tension in the ranks.
1: I like that. Yeah, it's nice
2: seeing real Hobbs though. But oh yeah, he's a big bloke. I mean, yeah, yeah. Nice. To, it'd be nice to see him do some stuff, like some proper stuff. He's—I don't—I don't really know the guy, but he seems to be decent. I forgot to mention one thing that I did like was obviously they was about to trap um, his arm in the car door. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it was not great.
0: No, that looked quite good. And his skateboard looked very cool. I like Darby's skateboard. That was very good. (laughs) And the car.
1: It was trashing his own car. I love
0: Derby. And and the right person won. Let's not you know, no ifs or buts, the right person won.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, so Next match of the night, then, we've got the AW Women's Championship. This was the champion oh, Hikaru Shida <laughs> versus Blue Teaster. I mean, versus Nyla Rose.
2: Nyla Blue Rose.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, with, so with, Hikaru
0: Shida retains the championship here. Good. So, okay. Oh, I should. I, sorry, I should mention that Nyla Rose is accompanied. To the ring by her, well, by her manager Vicky Guerrero, and that does play a part again after the match. So still
1: annoying as fuck. Well, she ain't gonna change, is
2: she? She's great though. I can't. I've, I never did like her. I don't, oh I just, I don't, no! I, I, just, I just, I just, I just can't. It just. Oh mate, no. I can't do it. Oh, there's
1: Vicky's one a
0: Vicky's a saint. She's there's so funny, thing. man.
1: I swear, she said bullshit. Oh, she definitely... That. Yeah, she had a yeah, mouth yeah,
0: like yeah. a sailor. Yes,
1: yeah, she did. <laughs> she dropped... Yeah, because she said it... She did def- I think she said it to the referee during a near fall. Yeah, she was effing oh, and be... blinding as
0: well. Like, she definitely yeah. dropped a few F-bombs.
2: Yeah, because I, th- I know she said it on... Um, like, was it a Dynamite before, maybe? When she... she had that match against Red Velvet and she said, oh, you're the um, chief bullshit officer.
1: Or something. Yeah, I think she did.
0: <laughs> you gotta love Vicky. She's so annoying, but it's, it's just her gimmick, isn't it? Like, when you just listen to her talk in real life and stuff, like, she just seems like such a sweet person.
2: This is the thing. Like, I don't... If it wasn't for the really fucking screechy, banshee... Excuse annoying, me! Well, that's it. I'm out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but isn't that what he was supposed to do? And that's no, to annoy but, you? No,
2: but... No, but this is just like this goes on another level for me. <laughs> this is like this is way beyond. Like <laughs> I just can't, I can't do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but wait, wait until she gets into a proper crowd. There, you won't be able to hear her. Just
0: play, Good. just play her entrance music on a loop. Excuse me. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Moose is oh No, don't do Moose. He can't take this. Imagine that as a pairing, Jay. Can you imagine Moose being accompanied to Rick by Vicky Guerrero?
2: <laughs> don't think I'd watch wrestling ever again if I'm honest.
0: <laughs> oh man, I don't that, that'd know. Just
2: that—that do it for me. I think. Okay, right the match.
0: Right, the match itself. So, um, look, it's not. It's. It was a good match. Nia Rose
2: comes out looking like a fucking power angel. Let's just get there, that. There out is there, that right though. Now. That is, what and
0: that's very distracting because she was rather blue.
2: It looked absolutely fucking ridiculous. She was like, like whoever put that together. <laughs> they must have been fucking pissed up or something. It made me chuckle though. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It was a. It made me laugh probably for the wrong reasons. But
0: the thing is, all I remember from the match is that. Yeah. All I remember from the match is her attire, and I. That sounds awful. I know it does. And it's not well... a bad match, but it's just like again, <laughs> where was the build?
1: One well, we could dynamite.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, but that's not good enough. I know they had a match back in Double or Nothing, but Nyla Rose has just been on dark for months. And now all of a sudden she's challenging.
2: Like we said. I I honestly think it it would have been a much better match if it would have been someone else in there other than than her because it's just, I'm not hating on her.
1: Nyla's great. Who would you ever have, though, in this spot, though? Because I would have picked Big Swole, but once again, she's After Big Swole's
0: win against Britt, you'd have thought so, yeah.
2: I would, yeah, I would have had I would have had Britt Baker in there to be honest.
1: I would have had her in there. Yeah, but can she actually have a proper match yet?
0: Nyla is a, is a good person for the spot in my opinion, but like not right then
2: and there because there's just no build. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be like it seems to be like she's the one that they're going to. Like she's like the go to if they just you know to fill a gap. Yeah, but that, and that's, that's I, I, the problem. I get, I get why. Yeah. yeah, that is the problem, and I get why because she you know she's she's big. And she's powerful, but it doesn't necessarily make it a good decision, though. I mean, like I said, you know, it ain't got nothing to do with her sexuality. It's just the fact that I don't like her in the ring. When's Kong coming back? I don't think she is. Is she? I don't. I, yeah, I don't think she is. Well, now that too, now that um, and she's busy with stardom and that.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I know she was doing um, what's that thing on Netflix about Glow? Glow. Glow. Yeah. yeah glow. Yeah. But now that's finished. You, I thought. I've not heard about her retiring not heard anything
0: i don't know well. i don't know what the situation is but what i do know is it must be very difficult for aew when they were already being criticized for their women's division the lockdowns happen yeah again like you're faced with a moxley dilemma there who takes it off of sheeda uh, right now you'd say brit when she can
2: yeah but it's, it's not like you've got a, a a female version of omega to come in and you know that's a big name and that can come in and Right. You know, you went got that there. Oh, no, so it's, NXT's it's... took them all. Well,
1: <laughs> There's one person I can see. Tessa Blanchard. Do AEW yeah. really want her, though? Why not? Well, yeah, the apparently she's more.
0: a bit of a handful.
1: Right. Well, there must yeah. be a I reason guess, they've got signed... I guess signed... she could, but why don't
0: I? They could, but then why wouldn't they have potentially done it already, then? Her dad's there.
1: Yeah.
2: I- I'm
1: going to say this now. I got bored near the end of this match.
2: It wasn't it, it. wasn't great, really, and that's not you know that's not to shit on Sheeda. That's not to shit on like, either of them. It yeah. It's just it wasn't great. I think I think you know because it was so quickly put together in that it was just, it, it wasn't. I don't think anyone was really invested.
1: I got it was good at the beginning, and then when since neither did the oh no, I'll pin you, but I'm gonna beat you up some more.
2: Yeah, I don't like it when that happens. Like it's all right if if you know like you've got some backstory coming in and it's like a proper hot heel. I can understand it then, but when she does it, I just don't like it. I like the fact that um, Shida did it to her after. I I did like that, but I just don't like the fact that she keeps doing it. She seems to do it like in every other match as well.
0: I was going to say, though, that's what made it kind of worth it for me because it made Shida look like, like, you know, well, actually, no, don't mess with Shida. But it does diminish Nyla a little bit more so though because but maybe that's kind of the plan now you know with the with the aftermath because Nyla hit really hit her stride like you know back a, a few months ago when she was champ and she was putting yeah. people through table and she's like ah break bitches you know that was great was yeah the, the, a, the aftermath then of the of the match Sheeda wins and then Vicky slaps Nyla about a little bit and kind of belittles her makes her look a bit small
2: thing is though I'm surprised that she didn't do anything I was, I was expecting it. Did you
1: like the way it ended with about four or five consecutive
2: knees? Well, it was okay, you know. Like I said, it didn't really do much for me. The match. It was that okay. Have, but...
1: At least that wouldn't roll up. It's, uh, a, it's a
2: smaller person beating down a bigger person. For me, two point five, and it, and that's generous. <laughs> uh, one
1: point seven five. One point seven five. Mm. Like I say, I got Ooh. bored. I mean, I'd say. Nothing against them, but I just got bored. I'm sorry. This
0: is my first ever bronze. Ooh.
1: It's a good wrestling match,
0: but you've both summed up pretty much how I felt about it. Like, yeah, I was bored by the end, and mm. I, like for you, Joe, ja, I just wasn't really that invested in it anyway. But
1: do, do you know how bad it was for me? I was going, "Can you please end this match? I'm getting bored." I, don't, I you, never.
2: I, I hope you. I hope that you do realize that they can't actually hear
1: you. <laughs> was in the fun of them, though hearing me.
0: <laughs> we go from then potentially the lowest point of the night, which wasn't a low point, but it was the lowest point of the night. And we went to what I think was the highest point of the night.
1: Oh, definitely. It's matches of the night. It's my match Not of the night. Not for me. Not for
0: me. Oh, that's good. I love it
1: when we've got some differences here. These are good.
0: So the matching question is for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Of course, it is the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson taking on the champions, FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. The stipulation to the match, uh, well, two stipulations to the match, was the first one, Tully, was banned from ringside. So it was just a straight two on two. I've got a lot to say about this. The second was that if the Young Bucks lost, they would never challenge for the titles again. Heard that at full gear before.
1: Yeah.
2: So I'm just going to go off on one now. Do it. Right. Really fucked me off, right? And the reason it really, it really, the reason it really fucked me off is because when you add a stipulation like that into the mix, you already knows one. Because there is no way on this earth that you're going to get the tag match, the dream match of the last four or five years or whatever. And then they say, if we lose, we're never going to challenge for it. You know for a fact that they ain't going to lose. You just know it. Like going in, I just knew, I just knew that they would take it because they said that. And that's one of the things that really fucked me off. Like, it's it's a dream match, right? You don't have to add these stupid stipulations to it. Like, it'd have been an amazing match whether you fucking added that or not. Like, why'd you need to add that stupid little thing to it? Because you know damn well he was going to be taking
1: it. One of them got in, the one of them got legit injured, right? I think so. I think one of them had a torn ACL and PCL. I can't remember which one it was. Matt. Yeah. So, it didn't look like he was
0: hurt. Well, look, I mean, listening to that, I've got to be honest. I I I can, I can see that now in hindsight I can see that going into it I don't know I, th- I think going into it, going into it, the only reason I didn't pay it so much mind was because they did do the same thing last year with Cody and in my head Cody will challenge for the world title again when he does go full heel because he'll just go back on his word as a heel would do so in yeah. my mind I just kind of figured like maybe that would be the case but because the only thing for me I mean going into it it was more for me I was just a bit not disappointed well i mean i guess maybe it is a bit dis- it was a bit of disappointment but it was only but for a really selfish reason just because like i've said before i wanted this match to happen in like a sold out arena you know because the build for this, this has been so long that I, that's what it deserved but obviously look you can only do what you can do and we just don't know when yeah. we're going to get crowds back so i get it well
2: irrespective of, of the crowd do you think that it lived up to the hype that it generated oh yeah 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 it, to me, it wasn't... I, I, I would say so as well. It wasn't yeah. my
0: idea of a dream match, but it's a match I wanted to see. It was a dream match for an AEW. It was an AEW dream match, like, in terms of what so you So what was do your there. dream match then, Ashley?
2: I Why are you not satisfied? Young Bucks versus Usos. Oh, of course he'd have, have to inject some WWE into it, wouldn't <laughs> it? Well, what would he?
1: Well, F- they would he do FTR. with
2: FTR. Yeah, well, they're not WWE anymore.
1: But they have been. So is everyone. <laughs> well, you talk about injecting
0: WWE... Wow, there's so much to talk about here, but we'll have to try and like limit it down. But the both teams did a lot of moves from other teams who have influenced them throughout their careers. And I really liked that. And there was one yeah. specific moment with FTR where they did the f- DIYs finish, Champa and yeah. Gargano. And they actually referenced DIY, called them DIY on commentary. I think it was Excalibur as well.
2: It was. Yeah, I caught that, yeah. That was a nice little thing.
0: So that was interesting, that they actually mentioned and acknowledged a WWE team. Not just their names, but the team name.
1: Well, it was their best feud in WWE. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah.
0: Next to American Alpha.
1: Yeah, those matches are good. I forgot
2: they even existed, if I'm honest. Oh, they
0: were brilliant (laughs) back in the day. But yeah, um, Jay, I think, is right in what he's saying there. Like, in retrospect, I can see that. Uh, In retrospect, that was a bit of an odd move to do considering you know they they have won it and even i thought i was a bit shocked at the finish like not the actual specific finish of the match but the fact that they just won i was a bit like mm, really What? because who was really like because young bucks weren't face really are they they've been like doing so many heel things over the past few weeks so like was the moral of that story you've got to turn heel to get what you want that's what it looked like well, that's not good you know but that means that like, all of the elite are basically heel now without really <laughs> being heel you know, they're just yeah. pretending to be good. Like, surely that's worse. I
1: don't think there's anything such as a hill in AEW. Is there? A look at MJF and Jericho.
0: I mean, thoughts on the match
2: itself. Then, was there
0: any spots and and things like that from the match that stood out to you particularly?
1: Well, there was
2: a lot, really. I mean, it was a fantastic match. There was a lot of. I mean, it was really good. And even though I'm I'm still not really a big fan of the Young Bucks, talent wise and in ring, you know, performance you can't beat them, you know, like, you can't fault them whatsoever. They are a really, really talented tag team. But, as the Young Bucks, they just piss me off a bit, especially with the overuse super kick. like, I know, like, it's their gimmick, and super kick party, and all that, but, they're just too cocky, they're just too full of themselves, and again, I know that's all part of it, but, yeah, it just annoys me. They've got that
0: Cody syndrome, almost, like, because I do love like yeah, the young I mean, birds. You
2: couldn't have put that any better,
0: actually. It's Cody syndrome, but it's like, do you know what? It, it, their wrestling style is so exciting that they wrestle yeah. like full-on babyface uh, wrestling style that they've got. Yeah. But then yeah. their attitudes and promos are more towards the heel. And don't get me wrong, they make me laugh, and I think they're both hilarious. Like, genuinely, they make me just... Like, you know, I, I do find them both really entertaining. But...
1: From a wrestling standpoint, they do come across more as heels. Should they still be calling themselves Young Bucks? Because they've been wrestling for a long time. Well, they're not well, do old. You want
2: them, do you want them to call themselves the relatively old Bucks? Then, or? <laughs> <laughs> no, just the Bucks. Because the that's their name. Yeah, you could do. I mean, they're pretty much referenced as the Bucks, aren't they? So
1: Yeah, apart from that, yeah I, there was nothing. I didn't The tag finishes was cool. Do you know what I was expecting them to do? A super kick into uh, pedigree? To take the piss out of Triple H. But.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't have wanted to see that. I I I sometimes I like a little jab towards WWE, but not too much. Like you've got to focus on your own product. But in this match, like, you know, the DIY thing, it was it was it wasn't done as a jab. Like it, it I don't know, yeah, it was it was nice, wasn't it really? It was good.
1: Yeah. There was the Hardys. there was the three D heart attack. What else was there that he did? I can't remember. Cause you know what I was thinking? Cause you know they did Team uh, the 3D and they did Hardy Boys. Have, the education never had a tag team finish, did they? So they couldn't have done anything.
2: They actually never did, no. 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 They didn't actually have like a an actual tag finish,
1: apart no. from a chair But that probably doesn't count. Does wow. That? And
0: yeah. they never. I mean, realistically, little off topic, but they never even had matching gear, like basically everyone else did. Like at least Matt and Jeff had the same sort of like trousers or yeah. pants, if you're in the states.
2: So, rating-wise, so rating, rating wise then, I mean,
1: what, what what are we saying?
0: Yeah, this because these have got to be high. I mean, well, if it's your match of the night, Ash, then...
1: 4.75.
0: It was, it was match of the night. And if, if the opener was a platinum, this can't not be a platinum, right? So...
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to give it one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in all seriousness, though, for me, it's a four. Jay, if you
0: start just giving a, these just matches... A, just a,
1: uh... A flat four.
0: If you give the, if you start giving these matches really low rates, like a one, Big Daddy Meltzer's going to come for you.
1: Well, Big Daddy uh, Khan's going to go for you. <laughs> Big Daddy Khan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, that is officially Tony's new name on this show now. He's Big Daddy, Big Daddy Khan. Khan. Actually, no, that'd be his dad, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, um... He's Big Daddy Khan, so he's little little Khan. Khan. Little Khan. Khan. Little Khan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking Wrath of Khan. <laughs> yeah.
1: You don't give it any of his matches five stars, as the Wrath of Khan. I know. Oh my God. That's brilliant. But,
2: but right. literally, it, for me, it's a flat four.
1: I was going to can we talk about what happened after the match with Omega coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden in the background, you see Hangman Page looking.
2: And this is why I thought even more so that he was going to be going off of FCR.
0: Yeah. I didn't pick up on
2: that during the actual, when I was watching it,
0: I saw Hangman there. But I was picking up on it as, like, oh, so is he still the heel? Because that's what I mean. Like, I was still like, I said, I thought it was going to happen back at All Out. But again, like, I guess, it, you know, it's a long term thing. But I think you're right there, mate. I think that's happening. And I'm all well, for it. Say no more.
1: Do you think them not mentioning on commentary was something? Because I think. Tony Shivani said, "Did you see someone lurking in the yeah, background?" I know they just pretended to be blind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, are you not watching the same thing we are? It's Hangman Page from the entrance. Hey, did you see someone?
2: So, so um, coming off the heels <laughs> of that, then what, what's the next coming match? off
0: the heels? Hey, eh? the next match, Jay, is a very interesting match. Lord this God. was the uh, the rematch from All Out, and this was almost like the makeup match for for what happened at all out the elite deletion it took place of course on the hardy compound and it was matt hardy against sammy guevara matt hardy scores another win here
2: I on think the he home turf though, really yeah
0: hey listen i'm not i am not bothered about the outcome of this match at all because this was incredible
2: match of the night for me
0: that's quite cool mm. what made it your match of the night Gangrel.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) Well, the the thing that made it the match of the night for me was the fact that you had it. You had everything going on. Really, you had like you had in the ring with with Matt and Guevara, then you had the the outside brawling. They was fighting with fucking fireworks. So if that don't make it, oh my
0: lord, that was so good. But but
2: then you had fucking then you had fucking Hurricane. You had Gangrel. Then you had the um, inner circle. Well, LAX, whatever you want to call them, Santana and Ortiz. So right and powerful, mate.
1: Come on. Yeah. So you had In them, wrestling.
2: You had them fighting um, private party, and then the whole section when they went inside. And he, I mean, Gangrel was even doing a bit of wrestling as well. I mean, he was. It, it, you, you, you just you cannot say that was not like match of the night for me. It was match of the night.
0: Gangrel looked great. First of all, he did.
2: He looked. He did. He looked really, Didn't
0: really he? well. He did. He looked so good. I want him to sign a contract now. <laughs> and actually perform, because that was brilliant. Right, Ash, can you explain then what the... Because there was a reference... Well, there was a couple references, actually. When they're by the Lake of Reincarnation, yeah. and Gangrel is, has got um, the Hurricane hostage, There, Matt Hardy obviously makes a reference to it was long-term story planning, and he had to come to AEW to be able to finish the storyline. So, assuming this
1: was something that happened in WWE, I,
2: I didn't really get that. If I'm honest, I didn't really I understand I what didn't it was get about. It.
1: I don't. I don't know if it's got anything to do with because he mentioned where have you been, Hurricane, for the last two years, and Hurricane Gregory Holmes has been uh, was a producer. For me, ah. I mean, I, I didn't.
2: I didn't really get it. That obviously that bit, but for me, it it was a, it was nice to see Gangrel there because obviously it sort of come full circle because, like. Rude. The Hardy Boys debuted with Gangrel as The Brood. Yeah. So, you know, it, it sort of came full circle, really. I mean, I don't know why the hurricane was there, to be honest with well, you. Well, because him and Matt him and
1: Hardy are really friends. good friends.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, they're that.
0: The, the only thing that would have made that even better for me, and don't get me wrong, because I really bloody enjoyed this, but the only thing that would have made that even better for me was something that just would, couldn't happen, and that would have been Jeff. But, you know... I was waiting you know, can't, you even know more. what, though?
2: Do you know what, right... I knew it wouldn't happen, but like there was a part when they was running inside and the garage doors was just about to shut and you see someone walking up and I just, I really wanted it to be Jeff, but like, I knew it wouldn't yeah. be, but for me, I was just like, oh, please, 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 please. But obviously I knew it wouldn't be, but yeah, yeah I completely agree there.
0: No, I know what you mean. It was I like, cause I didn't, you, you can't think like that because you'll ruin it for yourself. Because you'll be like, I really want to see Jeff, really want to see and then all you'll think about is that's all you wanna see. Yeah. And then you're not gonna enjoy what you are seeing and and it was brilliant. I, I don't even know where to start with some of the stuff in this because some of it's just hilarious.
2: Oh, it, it was just, just the best thing. It was
0: just fun. I tell you what, there was another funny comment about um <laughs> when Matt Hardy's like just talking shit to Sammy and he's like, I can't remember exactly what he says, but it was something like, um, oh Sammy, get up. People will think you're doing a mud show just like taking a little <laughs> shot for like the, you know, the the, the and stuff that go on like with wrestling and stuff. Oh, honestly, just throw no, each other was, around
2: in the dirt. It was brilliant. It was oh, one of the best things I've seen in so long. It was, just, it was just a breath of fresh air as well.
0: The fireworks, where they were just like on either side, like in trenches and stuff like that, just shooting them at each other. And then when Matt Hardy chases him down with the fireworks, and he's actually like shooting them at him when Sammy's already fallen like in that puddle.
2: Yeah. It was good, wasn't it? The monster truck. It was, just, truck it was just great, honestly. It was just, it was
0: private just, party driving in, like you said. Um, well, they
1: drove in, then they parked the car to run, however far away it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was but great. honestly,
2: though, it was just, it was fucking, it was just great. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything other than the fact that obviously I wanted to see Jeff, but other than that, it was just, it yeah. was fucking fantastic.
1: Did they need to have commentary? No, no. That, that annoys no, 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 me no. whenever, whenever they've done like. Cinematic matches in AEW, they've had to had commentary.
0: This one did not need commentary at
2: all.
1: Also at all. What I also, did like also, hang though, was, on, Ash. was um Matt Hardy's
2: wife playing the piano in the back as well. That was a really nice touch. Mm-hmm. Ash, of all the things you're gonna you're gonna pick
0: on in this one, you haven't mentioned what you usually mention yet. What's that? When the ref said ring the bell.
1: Yeah, that kind of annoyed me. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> also, um <laughs> d- Um did you like... Know oh I I dunno don't don't know, know, actually. D- Did you like the fact that they kind of did the spot um, from All Out with the going for the table?
2: I did, yeah. I did like it. The thing is, though, it was like reverse this time because Sammy smashed the back of his head on the floor.
0: Yeah, and they... Obviously, they've edited that to make it, you know, it didn't actually happen, and that's the best way to do it.
2: Let's edit so he didn't actually hurt himself. Yeah, but his head was pissing the blood.
1: No, it will (laughs) not It was.
2: Literally, when he was laid down... And they one pulled him off that table.
1: Yeah, but only one drop of blood.
2: Mate, there was not one drop of blood when they pulled him from that table. There was like a pool of blood next to that table. They did a good job with like editing it to make it look like it was, you know, bad.
0: But it was the, good. yeah, the swanton that swanton from the ladder was really good. He swantoned himself out of one of his boots. I yeah. noticed. Yeah, he did actually. <laughs> um, and the concerto that was pretty vicious. Oh, that was great, and it was a good way to end it as well. It was, it was really fitting, and obviously it was safe, but I tell you what, Sammy got his receipt for that, the edge of that chair, didn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I saw that, I thought, fucking hell, this has gone a bit stiff with that
0: one. He got his revenge with that. I I, I mean, yeah, there's no way, it's difficult with these ones sometimes, because it's not like a wrestling match, in like the standard sense, how entertaining it was, it is a platinum. Well, actually, no, I'm, okay, oh no, I don't know, is it a platinum or is it a gold? I don't know. Gattingham. I Gold- don't know. Is it, is it a
2: Gattingham or Gattingham? A go- is, is it
0: a Goldenham? There we go. Ashley.
1: Three and a half.
2: Oh, come on, you Ooh, fucking
1: unappreciated bastards. Barf- half.
2: Three and a half.
1: Um, to be honest, I've never really been a fan of the deletion matches. Oh, fair enough. Did you, en- did you enjoy Stadium Stampede? Yeah, but I didn't think it was a five-star like everyone was saying. It
2: was bloody good. I it was good, think- but it wasn't I, five-stars. I didn't think Stadium Stampede was a five-stars, but this one was a five star.
1: Oh. Meltzer says, no it ain't. <laughs> Meltzer can
0: fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Big Daddy Meltzer, we will abide by your ratings. I don't know, fuck it. Uh, yeah, somewhere in between gold and platinum. Gold in them. <laughs> It's going to have to be, isn't it? I can't call it plowed.
1: Um, I want to know what happened to um, uh, Auti, Santana and um, Gangrel, because they disappeared. Well, they got locked out. Yeah, but then they opened the door, and then we didn't see him. Well, you're not just going to hang around, are you? That's just weird. You'd go home. You could have shown him on the on the floor, knocked out. <laughs> um, well, how long was this feud anyway? Because it felt like it was gone forever.
2: Good. I That's like, I, I, like the f- I like the fact that they bundled him bundled him in a bin and just took him away. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, it right. great. I he fit
1: there perfectly as I well. I did like indeed. the fact they sold putting him in when they put him on the truck. Like, ah, that hurt my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And of course, shout out to...
1: Senor Benjamin.
0: Senor Benjamin. So the next match of the night then, moving into the semi-main event. MJF with Wardlow takes on Chris Jericho. If MJF won the match he and Wardlow Wardlow Wardlow? Wardlow. He and Wardlow would be allowed to join the inner circle they would be in the
2: inner circle so MJF wins that's all I've got to say is fuck me because I did not imagine him winning that match
1: I did but not the way it happened
0: no so let's talk about the way it happened
1: well should we just mention super baby-faced Chris Jericho who's been <laughs> a heel ever since he joined AEW that you know, pissed me off
2: though in a good way because obviously, I thought Jericho was going back to his little light-up jacket, but it was actually MJF, which obviously suited him.
1: But it was good. Yeah, like I said, Chris Jericho being the baby face felt right. Yeah, because you can't you can't do it with MJF. I wouldn't go as
0: far as to say Jericho was playing the baby face.
1: He was
0: the, the tweener, but not the baby face. The so the finish of the match was that um, they both basically tried to out cheat each other. MJF signals for the diamond ring. I think Aubrey gets distracted by, I think, Wardlow. Yeah. And then Jericho then uses the distraction to then go and get Floyd, the baseball bat.
1: Which was given him by... um, By Hager. By Hager.
0: And then they have the standoff. And so MJF pulls an Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. And just drops down on the floor. I enjoyed that. I did. Aubrey turns around, sees it, and he uses the distraction to basically get the roll-up. A roll-up finish. Again. It was good, but uh, that but that one made more sense. I think yeah. that one, yeah, you know, cause obviously I, I coming liked it in, better there than it did in the TNT title yeah, match. Yeah, cuz obviously
2: coming in, he said I'll do anything to win. So it sort of made sense. But um yeah, it was a, it was a really really good match. I really did enjoy it more than I thought I would. But yeah. I didn't I didn't, I, didn't, gold. I, didn't, I didn't have him winning though. My literally this is my
0: fantasy faction for AEW consists of Jericho, MJF, John Silver what and is it? Were Ortiz. Fucking Silver, mate. I love a bit of Silver. It was it was just good back and forth, wasn't it? Both of them playing to their strengths. It was it was fun to watch. I would say this was gold.
2: I can agree with that. I'm going to give it a four
1: point two five. And between three seven five and a four.
2: Wow! Well, treat yourself.
1: Go for a four. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck it. Four. Did it feel like Jericho wanted MJF in the, and what in the group, though? Because it just had to like, yay, we've got more people. Instead of, I'm sure the feud was not to get him in.
2: Oh, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to watching Dynamite to see what happened. Good
1: shit happened, I can tell you that.
0: I've only seen some snippets, but I've been trying to avoid as much as possible so I can watch it all. Yeah. Because we're recording this on the 12th of November, so Dynamite happened last night. The story, though, going into it anyway, was that Sammy and Ortiz are against him joining. Um, Santana kind of is all right with it. The story that's brewing in the background, and it happened at—you could see it at the end of this match—is just these like Hager and Wardlow wouldn't take their eyes off each other, Mm. which means one of two things: there's either a feud, uh, a feud building there, which is going to kind of implode within the inner circle. That'd be a good, though. I think that'd be a good thing. Yeah, no,
2: not but, not, or, or, not not the lovers. I mean, the, the they feud. could they <laughs> could be,
0: they could be the golden lovers of AEW.
2: Oh God, you can't or... you can't say golden yeah. lovers. I mean, it, it... all
0: right, maybe not golden, but they're not silver either. So oh, maybe they're you... the
2: gilver lovers. <laughs> gilver lovers, fucking <laughs> <Like> bronze <laughs> lovers. <laughs>
0: right, it brings us to the main event of the evening. This was good. It was, of course, for the AEW World Championship. John Moxley defending his. Uh, his championship I had to think about what he had (laughs) (laughs) defending his championship against the challenger Eddie Edwards Eddie Edwards (laughs) (laughs) Eddie Edwards
2: (laughs) (laughs) no he was defending against Eddie Kingston uh, in an I quit match I thought it was fucking great it was a really good match I like the fact that there was a bit of um, brutality in there again as well with like the the barbed wire and the the thumbtacks and yeah I really really enjoyed the match it was it it was, it was like it was and it was really borderline match of the night for me, but I think the only thing that tipped it over the edge was Gangrel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who'd have thought that in twenty twenty, Gangrel well, was this, the difference maker. This is thin,
2: but no, it, it was an f- absolutely fantastic match, maybe one of Mox's best as well,
1: in AEW obviously. But to me, it proves that he needs weapons to have a good match.
2: Oh, here we go. Uh,
0: I've got to be honest, though. He, there is some truth to what he's saying. I reckon we should hear him out here. Hang because on, I'm... But,
2: but let me before you go into that. Though, look, his motto is fucking unscripted violence. For goodness' sake! I mean, he's what do you expect? What, what but, do you what do you what do you expect though?
0: I'm going to sit back and just hear
2: this one out.
1: So, if it's unscripted, then everything's a
2: shoot, then? No, it's just everyone's got one, haven't they? his little thing is unscripted violence doesn't necessarily mean it has to be taken literally and everything's unscripted but he's you know he's putting himself out there as a hardcore motherfucker that don't give a shit and will do what he wants and he's you know he'll take whatever risk he wants to take you gotta you know you gotta expect weapons don't you really especially with an, an i quit match it's no dq you know you're not going to have no weapons in an odq
1: are you I've seen some No DQ matches over one chair shot, and that's it. <laughs> well, we're not talking about the ones, are we? <laughs> to, me, to me, it felt like they were too reliant on the barbed wire to, be, to begin with. And then, thumbtacks... I can see where you're going with that. I can see your point. Um... Oh, sorry, I didn't think it was showing.
2: <laughs> but no, um, I, I can see what you mean about the barbed wire. It was a bit overused, honestly, I thought. But... I, the
1: one thing, one thing I did like was the rubbing the alcohol yeah
2: that was a nice yeah. thing because that was well, legit yeah. that would yeah. legit hurt you yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: but once again a moxie match where he bleeds for like one minute and then it disappears
0: the barbed wire was um i I've, i I've, I've kind of felt something was up with the barbed wire because the uh, i think Mo- when moxie hit kingston a few times with it and a bit of it came off of the bat but mox made the effort of putting it back on the bat and I just, I remember thinking like, well, that's a bit weird. Why would you even bother putting that back on? There's still barbed wire on the back. Yeah. And obviously it was it was to set up the spot where Kingston pulls it off and wraps it around his hand and stuff. So I mean, it was a good spot though. It is a good spot. Yeah, definitely.
1: Is, is it weird to everyone else that I quit matches are not given the microphone treatment anymore? Yeah, I can, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, really. Do
2: you think they're missing that?
1: i think so because i think
2: it, you know if a referee just had a microphone on him it, it, yeah i mean
1: it doesn't it, it's not you know it's
2: not a hard thing to do really
1: and it you know because looking back looking back at the rock mankind one using the microphone worked yeah yeah because yeah. that was another thing with um going back to the hell in a cell match with um roman and jay you never really heard you never really heard them say i quit
0: you heard the ref more. Yeah. And I was just about to say, yeah. this that actually kind of bugs me a little bit. Like, the ref can be a bit overbearing. I get that they would be saying that to somebody in a legit situation, but for you to, as the viewer, to keep hearing it, do you give up? Come on, what'd you say? What'd you say? Come on, talk to me. What'd you say? What'd you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, really, it's really irritating. Like, I get it. Like, I'm, you know, I think it's because of the situation where there's no, you know, there's not as many fans you can hear more. It yeah. Is a bit.
2: Yeah.
1: If you but maybe that's out. why
0: you wouldn't use a microphone at the moment, because of the you know, the current environment. Probably. I guess. But
1: even if you tapped out or something, did that make it different?
0: Well, you'd be quitting, wouldn't you? Because yeah. that's what I've never really understood about sometimes an I Quit match, is that it's basically, an I Quit match is basically a submission match. Like, you could win a submission without actually being put in a hold and tapping out. Like, all you would need to do in a submission match, surely, is just give up, because that means you submit it. So realistically, an I quit match and a submission match is basically one in the same thing. It's I think just yeah. the I quit match seems to be a bit more synonymous with hard, well, not hard, hardcore per se, but like no disqualification.
1: Well, that's the thing. No DQ, street fight, extreme yeah. rules. It's the same thing, really. Just no holds names. barred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told before this match how brutal it was. Maybe it was me watching Walter Dragonoff before this. <laughs> that ain't brutal. Dragunov getting his back and chest bust open was brutal to me.
0: The match itself, though, you did get that sense of these guys knew have known each other for so long. Yeah, you know, talking about Eddie Kingston's mother and him making the promise to her and all that. You know, nice again, another good video package.
1: Watching that promo back was so soap operish, but I loved it.
0: It was, but also, Kingston's great.
1: Oh yeah! Can I just say about that? I just say about that promo? They were told no, they can't touch each other. They they did touch each other.
2: They nearly kissed on a couple of occasions. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um this was awesome i think it was great seeing kingston in the spotlight there this is probably the longest program moxley's had with the AEW title so far and it isn't even that long so that's saying something but in terms of having an opponent uh, an opponent that he's got up against a more than once and b where there's some more story behind it I, it just felt like it meant a bit more
1: well other than match when he had his wank off going blood and guts yay <laughs> this is showing that never did happen
2: uh, it will so what are we giving it then out of a, a star rating? 4.25. A gold. I'm going to give it a 4.5.
1: It went quick, actually, I felt.
2: Yeah, it did. Yeah, I felt the same. It did go fast.
0: I don't know if they had time constraints, though, because th- this was a long pay-per-view. A it was hour
2: like hour three hour hours and 40 minutes or something? Yeah, it was
0: coming up to the four-hour point. So what about the show overall, then? Overall, the
2: show, I'll give a 4.5. Uh, 4.25. Uh, Gold. If the if the women's match would have been better, I probably would have given it a five. Yeah, gold maybe Goldenham. Goldenham,
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe Goldenham. Um, yeah, it, it was it was it was awesome. I, the only thing that would stop me maybe watching the whole thing again was the length.
2: I think I'd probably watch. I uh, I definitely watch certain matches again. Yeah, but I don't know whether yeah. I would watch the whole thing from start to finish again.
0: Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm really glad because this, this honestly redeemed All Out, I, I think. It yeah, was, I was going to say that. Yeah, it was so much better, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So next then for AEW is, well, pay-per-view wise, is Revolution. That's going to be coming up in February.
1: Yeah.
2: Be interesting to see what they do for that as well.
0: Yeah, it will be. It'll be probably a completely different landscape by the time we get there, won't it? So yeah, we've still got another month left of this year. So anything could happen between now and then. Omega may take the title. Maybe he won't maybe my prediction comes true <laughs> maybe it doesn't um yeah i don't know but it left me the pay-per-view left me wanting more and that's what it's meant to do right
2: yeah absolutely
0: yeah
1: yeah in a good way in As a good a, way yeah absolutely to wwe where it's in a bad way
0: a lot of the time it can, yeah.
1: Because, hey, we've got Survivor Series in a couple of weeks.
2: We do have Survivor Series coming up. I really like Survivor Series, but it's done right. I like all the old ones anyway.
0: Well, you like it more than Vince does, I think.
1: Yeah, remember there when was, want, remember we tried to get rid of it, like, 10 years ago?
0: I was just about to say that, yeah. Well, we'll have that coming up for you, everybody. Um, but we hope you've really enjoyed our review of AEW Full Gear. Pretty stoked to watch AEW now. Same do you here, yeah. I might
2: go and watch it now. Absolutely.
0: Guys, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. You can get it on Fight TV app. Um, obviously, it's still available on pay-per-view, I believe, to purchase on box office. So wherever you are around the world, if you haven't seen it, you should go and see it. In the meantime, we just want to say thank you once again to everybody that listens all around the world. Thank you very much for the downloads. Thank you very much for your time. We appreciate all of you.
2: You can find us on Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Podbean, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, basically everywhere we are, you can find yes. us anywhere you go.
1: Yeah, if you if you put that on the bingo card, it's all been done now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just if you've got any comments about what you thought of the pay-per-view, if you liked it, you didn't like it, you thought the woman's match was the best match of the night, let us know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I've been Jay, I always have been, and I probably still will be. I mean, you never know. <laughs> But I probably will be.
1: <laughs> I'm always Ash.
0: And I'm Russ. Yes, he so, yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's finish yourself properly. You're saying so, thank you very much.
0: You See you later, everyone. Boo! Boo! Skins,
1: baby! Three men,
2: three men! people.